0: We had been discussing Chapter 10, Vibhuti Yoga, Yoga of Divine Glories. So, so far, in this segment of Bhagavad Gita, which is defining that Supreme, which is unknown to me now. In Chapter 7, we have seen his Prakriti, which I can perceive through my senses as the manifest world. Chapter 8, we have seen the substratum behind this Prakriti, which makes this Prakriti possible, the unmanifest, which is the basis of this Prakriti. Chapter 9, we have seen what is my relationship of myself with Him, which is right now a secret. I do not know my relationship with Him. Unless I know my relationship with Him, there cannot be any devotion. There cannot be any love. I cannot fall in love with someone who I do not know. Therefore, it is very important for me to know who he is. So, chapter 10 describes his glory, his presence, which you and I can feel. So, chapter started with Bhagawan saying that I am going to tell you this, because you are dear to me, you know. You never cavil at what I say. So therefore I am telling you this, which devas and receives cannot know. Just by the seer observation, by my senses, I cannot find Bhagavan. For millenniums, people have tried to prove his presence through investigations, in scientific ways, or he says, even the intellectual inquiry that he sees, it cannot be known. So that Bhagwan puts it up front. He says, the only people who would know me are the one who knows that "aham sarvasya prabhava, matta sarvah pravartate." One who comes to realize that I am the source of all the beings, everything is pervaded by me. There is nothing left out. There is no divine and evil, two separate entities. There is no him and I. You see, one who knows that the source of everything that I see in this universe is one and the same. At least now we have some basis in science we say the universe came out of a singularity. So Bhagwan said, anybody who can come to this conclusion that that Supreme is the source of all the beings... He says, itimatva, bhajante, maam, Buddha bhava, saman, One who knows me thus, he will know me. And then he also described that all these good qualities which we consider divine qualities. Ahinsa, samatha, all these things come out of me alone. The, the divinity within you will manifest as your charity, your non-violence, your compassion, so that is the divinity manifesting as qualities. Once I have realized the source of my being is the source of this universe, is one and the same, then Madgat madgatpranaha everything that I think of, that will be the basis of my thinking. So as we have discussed many times in music, all the instruments are playing, but there is tanpura at the back, playing the sruti. It's very unmanifest. Most people don't even know what the tanpura is doing. But the entire music is dependent on that tanpura. If the tanpura is out of scale, the whole music will go out of scale. So that thought, if that plays as a sruti in my thinking, that source of my being is the source of this universe, then all my thinking will align with that. Once you have calibrated all your instrument to that tanpura, who is playing sa and pa, then singer can sing in scale, all the other instruments can play in scale, but they all first have to coordinate with that tanpura. So same way, if my basic thought, when my first thought comes as I, that I identifies with that self, Everything follows that. I am working, I am talking, I am doing. All that will be assigned to him, that thought. Matchitta Madgat Pranaha, all the activities which is functioning will be then assigned to that. Bodhayantaha Parasparam, that reinforcing this idea in each other. Those who are of the same knowledge. As I said, somebody asked Swamiji. Ji, are you realized? And Swamiji really jokingly say, of course I am realized. Otherwise, how can I control you? And the same thing is, Swamiji, do you have ego? He so said, of course I have ego. Otherwise, how can I control you? Both are basically the manifestation of the same. My understanding of who I am and who I consider myself is one and the same. He said, once that... Understanding takes place, then you will be reinforcing the ideas with, you know, Bodhyanthe Parasparam Kathayantas Nityam Ramanticha. Then he will be satisfied with whatever the life has to offer. Whatever the situation I'll be facing with, because I'm a Ramanti I'm playing the game. There will be a game for me life will become an enjoyable play. My role may be of the most tortured person, but I, as an actor, is playing it to a point where I'm enjoying it, and other people are enjoying it. So the promise to those people, Bhagavan said, that those people who are established in this thought by Vikampa Yoga, another definition of yoga, coming in Bhagavad Gita, or Vikampa Yoga. Those who are doing this without any kind of doubts, you know, they are firmly established in this thought. We have obviously learned this by osmosis as growing up in our culture, but never really have thought that whether this is true or not. One who is established in this thought, the source of my being is the source of this universe, Bhagavan said, Tisam satatayoktanam. Bhajatam priti purvakam dadami buddhi yogam. Another yoga, buddhi yoga. We have heard this term before. Buddhi yoga. And the operative word is satatayoktanam. Constantly aligning themselves with this thought. So anything which we have seen in life, to succeed requires this thing, satati Yukta. Anything which I do is just a hobby, once in a while, it really doesn't get me much. My efforts in musical pursuits have not really yield, yielded much, because it is not satati Yukta. I don't constantly practice music. Once in a while I feel like doing it, then I'll get the same type of results. Once in a while people think I'm doing good. But those who really want to achieve excellence in any art, any pursuit, but one say said, satatayukta one who really wants to get liberated from these limitations has to be constantly associated with that thought that this limited being is not me. This limited being is an instrument of my playing. To play in this world, this instrument is given to me called body, mind and intellect. But I is someone different than this instrument. Teṣam sataji bhajatam priti purvakam lovingly. Anything you do because it's a duty, I have to do it because it's part of my job description. Well you won't get much further in that. If you read your job description on your hard first day and keep sticking to it, you will never make any progress. Somebody had said that if I want to be a CEO, what should I do? And the answer was start acting like a CEO. Then you will be CEO someday. I tell my staff that if you want to be a project manager, start acting like one. Then someday you will be project manager. I have to first lovingly do that. No matter how Inappropriate that may be. But as long as I am doing it lovingly, priti purvakam, this is how elections were born. One who was doing it was doing lovingly. You may like it or not. That was the real nature. That was he enjoyed. And he will continue doing it. Therefore, he is successful. Bhajatam priti purvakam. Very important that we do whatever we do lovingly. If I don't love my profession, I won't go anywhere. If I don't love my job, I won't go anywhere. If I don't love my relationships, I won't go anywhere. So, Bhagwan said, "Bhajatam is giving you the recipe for success: satata yukta and In The two basic requirements for to be successful in anything, dadami buddhi yoga. Then, how does the results come? Is it because I have determined that I'm getting there. I said, No, no. Results will come from the karma phala data, which is someone other than you. My job is to consistently perform whatever the act joyfully I can do. Then Bhagwan, the Lord of this, you know, dadami buddhi Tam. Then I give him a buddhi yoga. Tam ina mam upayanti by which he will come to me. If I lovingly worship God, Bhagavan, Jai, I'll give you Buddha Yoga. Buddhi yoga, this intellect is right now veiled by ignorance about that self. Once that Buddhi, which I consider my instrument of inquiry, wherever it gets attached, that's what I will know. One get attached to the real knowledge. It's a Buddha yoga. Yoga of intellect associating with the knowledge, I give you that Buddha <coughs> Yoga. It will be my grace that because of your effort, I now give you that associate your intellect with the knowledge. In the next verse, we have seen it, it says, Tesam eva anukampartham, aham agnanajam tamaha, nasayami atma bhavastaha. Inana so Bhāsvata. Once again, it makes it clear that this self, I have always known. It's with me. My self cannot be away from me. But in my heart, it is hidden by my ignorance. Ātmabhavastha. The knowledge is actually sitting in my heart. But that agnanajam tamaha, this darkness, which is born out of ignorance, ignorance about myself. So right now my intellect is attaching to who I am with something other than the real truth. So that self which is residing in my heart is covered by ignorance. But once that Buddha Yoga takes place, Teesam anukampartham so out of mere compassion for them because they have tried hard to find out the truth I destroy the darkness born out of ignorance with this light of knowledge so it is as simple as this Bhagwan's grace is always there I am not ready to receive him as Swamiji says that's Son's grace is always there in the morning in front of your house. He's waiting to come in. But you have not opened your windows. He cannot. He is ready, but I am not. So I want to say, as long as I don't make myself worthy, even he cannot help you. We try to help our children, but unless he is ready to take help, there is nothing you can do. You know, it's a, you can take the horse to the water, but can make him drink and so on. So Bhagavan you should be ready. But those who are ready, who are lovingly worshipping Me, and you know, lovingly trying to understand who I am, I will give this Buddha Yoga. With that, the ignorance in their heart will be destroyed by the light of knowledge, and they will come to realize me. The next two verses, now Arjuna's statement. So they need to be read together actually. Arjuna watcher. Bhagwan used 11 verses to explain that it is as simple as this. With your buddhi, with your observation, you are not going to find me. You'll only find me if you come to the realization That the source of this universe is me and everything is pervaded by me. And you lovingly pursue that thought. I will dispel this darkness of ignorance about who you are by my grace. So Arjuna Vajay, Param Brahma, Param Dhamma, Pavitram, Paramam Bhavan. Bhavan yo, Purusam Sasvatam Divyam Adi Devam Ajam Vibhum. All the qualities of the Supreme. But the next person, who is saying this? Ahuhutwam Rushayaha. Arjuna said, I, I have not come to this understanding yet. But these people have said that this is what you are. Rushayaha Sarve. All the Rishis have said that your true nature of the Lord the Supreme is Param Brahma. Param Dhamma. You are the Supreme Lord, Param Brahma. Param Dhamma, you are the supreme abode, the ultimate address. When I was in India, they always there is a temporary address and a permanent address. You remember that? Nobody ever asked me here, what is your permanent address? But in India, there are two addresses you have to give. Temporary address. So, if I was a student, I would give me a Baroda address and a permanent address. That's my ultimate abode, right? So what is your permanent address? Here yeah, they realized that you don't have permanent address, you know. So they were given up the idea. <laughs> Bhagwan said, you do have a permanent address. That where everybody wants to be, hurry, home, hurry home, hurry home, hurry home. That's your home, permanent address. You see, you are that Param dhamma. That's your permanent address. Pavitram Param. You are the supreme purifier. No matter how. Papi I am, once I realized you, all my papas are gone, say, pavitram param purusam sasvatam divyam, you are the eternal divine being. Adi devam. you are the original God, out of which everything came out. As we have seen in this chapter, it has given us the creation, how it occurs. First the Saptarishi's came out the seven five elements in mind and intellect, and then comes our four Kumaras. Now it's franchising. I created the big picture. You create your own world with your mind, buddhi, chitta, ahankar Those ever young four Kumaras, and then manavaha, and then the whole praja comes out of that. You are that Adi Devam. You are the source of all this. You are the original God. Ajam, unborn, and Vibhum, all pervading. Vibhu is one who is all pervading, is everywhere. Who are saying this? Not me, the Arjuna. I have not understood it yet. Rishayah sarvehe. All Rishis are saying this. I have heard this. Bhagwan is everywhere. Bhagwan is in your heart. I, I have heard that before. You know. Not that I understood it. Not that I experienced it. But I have heard it before. My father said, my mother said, my teacher said, my, all the uncles and aunties said, This is what I have heard growing up. Arjuna says, I have heard this in this culture growing up. I went to all the ashrams where Rishis were talking about this. Survey rishi, all Rishis are talking about the same thing. So, how am I to doubt in the first place? Okay? If H2O makes water, every scientist says, Who am I to doubt? Because I don't really have anything to add to it. Devarsi Naradaha, ultimate of all the Rishis, Naradmani, He is the Rishi of the Deva, not the mortals like us. Hmm. Therefore he has the direct connection with Narayana. He can come and go wherever he wants, no visas required. Asito Devalo Vyasaha. Also not the ones which I cannot identify in our world. In our society, Asitaha, Devala, Vyasa, these are the Rishis, Swamiji comment, were probably unknown in Upanishadic times. They are not mentioned in any Upanishads. So they are not in Upanishadic time, but in Puranic time. Puranas mention these Rishis. Asitaha is one of the Rishis mentioned in one of the Puranas. Devala is another Rishis, supposed to be Vishwamitra's son. And Vyasa, the author of Bhagavad Gita. And as Swami comes in, all scholars have tried to identify who Vyasa is. And, but they cannot identify who Vyasa is. But the most scholars have come to the understanding that Krishna Devaipan is supposed to be Vyasa. Some say he was Krishna's teacher and some say Krishna's student. But he is the compiler of all Vedas. He is the first publisher of four Vedas. He was the editor and publisher of Vedas. Vedas all scattered all around. Vyasa compiled them, properly put them into four Vedas and published. That became our basis of our culture. He also is considered author of all Puranas. You know. Arjuna said, I have heard from these people that you are all this, Paramdham, Pavitram, Paramam. And now... Swayamcha eva bravisi Now you yourself is telling me. I have not yet understood clearly. I always thought you are my friend and my relative and my guide and my mentor. But all throughout this last nine chapters you had been referring to you as someone other than someone I know. So that you, which is the supreme Krishna consciousness... Krishna is the Devaki's son, but Krishna consciousness, Bhagavan Krishna is referring to here, is I, the supreme consciousness. So now you are also telling me the same thing. You know. So now the following verse says, I am still confused what to meditate upon. So all he is making here is a statement that I heard this before, you are confirming the same thing. That this is the nature of the soul. You are saying you are that. With that, we'll stop here. Om Sarve Bhavantu Sukina Sarve Santu Niramaya Sarve Bhadraani Pashyantu Ma Kaschidduk Bhagbave Om Shantihi Shanti, Shanti Hari Om Shri Gurubhyo Namaha Hari Om